And I can remember that uh, at some point you, Bob, uh, wrote in the chat, so, ah, sorry, uh, Karma Bot crashed and all the Karma from the last week is gone. And then there were some basic problems with the bot. So people lost their points because some problems with the bot. And then I thought, yeah, why is it? And then I looked into the code because it was on GitHub and uh, and, and you pickled it. And, and I think pickle. the pickling had some problem. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the PyBytes podcast. It's another episode. I'm here with uh, Julian. What's up, man? How's it going? Good, good. And uh, we have a special guest again today, and uh, we have Patrick Gross. Yeah. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, everything fine. First time on a podcast. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. We're happy. Glad that you could be here with us. Where, where are you based, Patrick? So I'm based, based in Germany and Braunschweig, which is uh, in the middle northern Germany. Oh, that's uh, cool. I've, I've only been to Germany once. Definitely didn't go there. So that's it. Got to add it to the list just to meet everyone. Now, for everyone listening, Patrick is part of our PyBytes community. You can see a trend. We keep talking with people who are part of our community. We love it. Um, and Patrick has been around. How long do you think you've been in the community for now, Patrick? I would have to look it up, but I think about two years, two and a half years, maybe. Yeah, what, one of the old hats. So thank you, obviously, for, <laughs> for sticking around with us and uh, all of the commentary and support that you've given to everyone else in the community over the years. We do appreciate it. And that's actually why we wanted to bring you on the show because you're doing some really interesting things with Python, uh, with PyBytes as well. But before we dive into that, do you just want to uh, introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what you do? working with Python, anything like that? Yeah, so maybe start off how I got into Python. That's a quite a, a funny story, I, I think. So about uh, one year before, uh, now I worked at the university and in research for mathematical optimization, basically. And we had a student there uh, from my colleague who wrote his thesis, and he was quite good at using Python, and he used it to collect some data from, from uh, a traffic system in, actually, in, I think in Melbourne it was. And um, yeah, he, he basically scraped data from, from an API for our research. So we needed input data for our optimization models. And, and then he left and the code was quite undocumented and nobody of us knew Python. We all were Java people. Uh, but I wanted to use this data because it was quite a nice uh, source for using because usually in research, the biggest problem you have is real-world input data to test your, your stuff. And, and then I had to learn Python to understand what he did and how to use it and uh, started digging through. And it was very confusing because uh, it's quite different to Java with installing these packages with pip and, and importing things and indents matter and you get really confused. 
but I got through it and I learned about the awesome ecosystem of Python. So I saw all this stuff I could just install and use it, which in Java you usually have to build yourself or have a hard time looking for it. And, and that's where I got started on Python. And then I started using it for different things. I, I used it for building a, a scraper uh, to get data out of Excel sheets and, and plan our exams with it, uh, building a GUI, using Django for a literature system. So I did quite a lot of stuff at work uh, using Python, which was really easy uh, in by using these packages, which you usually would built by your, by your own and and then yeah I, I got used to it and I nowadays I, I basically only use Python so you never and, look back uh, yeah and and in now in my current job so I changed from university to industry and I'm now working in uh, yeah basically data science business intelligence uh, working a lot with with data driven stuff, and there you really need Python because all the data science stuff is in Python, and all the cool processing stuff for getting data from wrangling data, it's all it's all Python. So, uh, very good fit for that. That's, That's cool. an awesome so was, story. <laughs> yeah, it was all driven by necessity and then the desire to use it. I love it. So, how, just out of curiosity, how did you get from? you know, that Java role where you were just dabbling in Python to this role that you're in now? Basically, I started with this source code I got from the student and I tried to understand it. I didn't understand anything because he already used stuff like list comprehensions and, and dictionaries and all the stuff you usually don't really understand if you're coming from another language. So it's pretty unique Python stuff used there. And I actually then just bought a, a Udemy course on Python that was really good rated from a German guy. So I also started in German to get a better get a better understanding what he's telling me, and it was like a twenty hour course on everything. So basic Python stuff, everything, list comprehensions, all this stuff, how to understand it, how does Python work? It's it's not a, a static type language, different from Java again. Um, indentation, all this stuff, and I worked just through this course uh, because I wanted to know how 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 it works and how to use it. So I had a goal uh, to use this code, and I just uh, followed the course, and then I had a basic understanding of it, and started uh, dabbling around with it. And finally, I got it working. I could use the data, and then in the next steps, I found use cases like this scraping or this this. Um, planning of, of exams with a special tool I wrote. Um, so I usually had small projects I, I wanted to finish with it. And then that was, was basically the starting path. And yeah, in the next step, I found, found out about PyBytes. I don't know. I, re I don't remember how I got to you, but I, somehow I found it. And, and that was really a push for me to, to advance my skills because it was uh, different to the usual platforms like this hacker something something platforms where you implement the 9000th iteration of some sorting algorithm and you don't learn anything uh, and with PyBytes I, I learned so you have this problem it's described now solve it with Python and then you learn how to solve problems and not this algorithm training and that was really helpful because these problems occur very often and uh, if you know all these problems and how to solve them, you can do really amazing things with it. Awesome. Jeez. So you went from 
video course to building projects to supplement it with bytes, which were not too algorithmic yet. They were really real world problems, right? Yeah. So because um, before my job at the university, I studied basically computer science. So I know all these algorithms and the problem is usually you don't have the problem how to implement this or that algorithm. If you're not a very deep dive computer science engineer, so you don't reinvent these algorithms, you usually use them. And, and that's the cool thing about Python, because in Java, you usually have to re-implement all the data structures. You have to re-implement all, all these little stuff, like replacing something in the string or getting data collected together. You have to write your own classes, your own getters and setters and all this stuff. And, and in Python, you just have it included. So batteries included, you just import collections, you import math, you import all this stuff. And there's so many stuff pre-built, so you can really do really fast iterations on your real problem and not reinvent the wheel every time you write a new program. Yeah, that, that's a great observation <laughs> comparing compared with Java. Simple is better than complex. And in addition to, to all that, you also uh, took kind of ownership of uh, one of our open source projects, uh, KarmaBot. And uh, yeah, we'd, we'd love to... Uh, Talk a bit about that. Yeah, how, how that happened. How, how did you take it over and, and what did you do and what did you learn? I can't really, it's, it's so, too long ago. I can't really remember how, how it went really, but I can remember I started using uh, the PyBets platform to, to learn stuff. So I just used this platform and then I saw you have a Slack channel. So I joined the Slack channel and, and uh, daggled around a bit in the Slack channel. And then I saw this, this bot doing stuff with people. So giving karma, uh, answering questions about what are cool channels to look at and all this stuff that was already there. And I can remember that uh, at some point you, Bob, wrote in the chat, so, ah, sorry, uh, karma bot crashed and all the karma from the last week is gone. And then there were some basic problems with the bot. So people lost their points because some, some uh, problems with the bot. And then I thought, yeah, why is it? How can this happen? Because from from my work around and my, my studies, I, I usually use databases and, and uh, persistent data storages. So I, I thought, how can, how can that happen? This is a software engineering, software <laughs> writing chat. How can they lose their data? And then I looked into the code because it was on GitHub. And, uh, I think it was a, a di just a dictionary with with a key was the yeah, ID we, or we, the name of the people it. in the chat and 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 points, <laughs> and and you pickled it and and I, I think the pickling had some problem. Yeah, I love that you bring and it up. <laughs> I can remember from some articles I read that pickling is not a good a good thing in Python. So this is one of the things you should avoid, and. Uh, yeah, then I thought, again, like like with the projects before, there's a problem, how to solve it. I looked at, at KarmaBot and the problem, ba the basic problem wasn't too hard because what we just wanted to do is save. So we had a name and, and points as, a, as an integer and we want to save it somehow that this persisted and, and not uh, going away when the bot crashes. So and my obvious choice for such things is just put it in a database so that that's what databases are built for and yeah that that's the point where i really started digging into real 
uh, open source projects, I think, because before I just worked on my own, on my own machine with, with the code I wrote, nobody took a look at the stuff. Uh, I usually didn't test anything with real tests. So like PyTest, I just tested it by running it and showing if it breaks. And and then I yeah started looking into through through the code of KarmaBot and and uh, how you did it, Bob. So how was is the flow in the code? Where does where does it branch? What does it do? And then I just tuck in where the points were saved and basically expanded it from using some ORM, so SQL Alchemy I used because I knew that from from uh, projects before where I used it and uh, started saving the stuff to a database and then somehow learned how to get it into the repo. So forking, um, opening a pull request, all this stuff I had to get through um, to, to make it useful for everyone because I could just have forked it and had it on my GitHub, but nobody would use it there and you would have a hard time to use it in the, in the Slack channel. So I, I had to think about how to uh, deliver the code to you and make it accessible for everyone. That's an awesome experience. And uh, yeah, I remember that there were quite a few challenges with all this. Um, so first of all, thanks for uh, for that change because persisting it with a database is so much better. And that pickle solution was obviously not scalable. But I think we also had it running in the, on a, it was really like an experimental project. So we had it running on a Pi Zero somewhere and and, I, and, it, and it went down because some a friend hosted it so it was <laughs> it's just this uh experimental project but people <laughs> were getting all these karmas it was actually it was becoming like more important so it, it was really great that you jumped on it because that project deserved some more cycles you know and uh, um but yeah i can also remember like the whole deployment um was interesting and I think you started using poetry. I think you introduced us to poetry, actually. Uh, but that, and then we want to have it on Heroku. But yeah, you needed to have a poetry build pack to get that done, and that that was another challenge, for example, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was basically the next stage of Karma Bot. So the first stage was modernizing a bit in the way how to how to save the data and, and how to handle the commands. I think we also fixed some bugs in the, in the code there. Usually you have some bugs there, so some small fixing. And I think the next big step was uh, hyper-modern bot. I called it, uh, because we we saw this article you, you talked already about, I think, uh, hyper-modern Python with all the cool new stuff, uh, like poet using poetry for packaging and uh, PyTest and Nox and all this stuff you need basically to have a real running open source project uh, because you need to manage your dependencies. You make, need to make sure the tests are running when you have a pull request. You need to have linters running uh, so you don't reformat your code on every pull request for the whole repo. And all the stuff was very well described in this blog post, Hypermodern Python, but it was quite complicated if you didn't do anything similar before but again i worked through it so i took the hard path through this article and step by step implemented this stuff into karma bot and, and in the end we had a uh, it was really awesome because then we had a installable pip installable karma bot package we had an easy way to deploy it we had running github actions to run the tests so everybody who contributed uh, to the project we could immediately check if it breaks or if it if it's okay 
Uh, we have pre-commit hooks to ensure that the styling is is um, held to, and all this stuff uh, is really helpful because usually in my new pro newer project now I use all this stuff again. So it's not just for karma, but it's a, it's a habit. What I would say because it's it's just a good habit how to manage your project uh, using this stuff, and I think that that was was. Yeah, the next next big step and funny funny thing as you told because we used Heroku. You have on Heroku if you deploy, you have to build your your package and install it in in the I think it's a VM or a container that runs on Heroku, and uh, you needed a special build pack because the standard build pack for Python doesn't work with Poetry on on Heroku. And there was some uh, existing build pack from some guys, but it didn't work with our version because they had hard cut coded the version and I I also contributed to their repo where the split pack was hosted and then uh, improved it a bit so you can choose the version via environment variables in the in the uh, in the setup for Heroku. Uh, so even going further just doing something for karma watch contributing to the next repo uh, wouldn't have done it if, if I didn't look at, at this project no. man that is that is amazing. I, I, I really love this story because we get a lot of people that we talk to who say, oh, I don't even know how to get started with open source. It's just so daunting. It's so scary. And I mean, look at how much you learned and got to implement, you know, as almost like the project lead on this, um, just by jumping in there because you saw a gap and we didn't have the time or the cycles to jump into it. So you just did and took it over and, and made it this something we couldn't have even dreamed of uh, having, let alone this professional. So one, thank you. But two, do you have any, I guess, message or thoughts that you want to share with people listening who might want to start diving into open source like you did? Because there are huge mm -hmm. takeaways that you've had from this. Yeah, so apart from this, so I learned a lot of technical stuff. Uh, you can learn also with tutorials or something. But I think um, the points that were important from a personal point of view is in the first place um, to just get going. Because uh, if you look at, at this process, how to implement the database, how to implement this hypermoron, and you usually you can't comprehend where where it's going uh, at the start so you just have to jump in work on it keep going and then at some point you finish and then you're very happy with the result even if you thought at the start you can't do it it's too complicated because usually this is very daunting topics and daunting tools you have to use but if you just use it and apply it to something you know a bit about and you care about it's it's easier and what I also observed is after I started contributing to KarmaBot, I think in the, in the start it was just Bob and me, but after after that people saw uh, people are doing something on this project and then they jumped in too. So now when I look at GitHub, we have like 10 contributors to the, to the repo. I think in the start it was like two or three people because people saw there's progress, there's something going on. Um, they also jumped in and, and they... They saw ah, it's not impossible to contribute, and I think that is is something I learned, which I also now use at work a lot. Uh, you have to engage people, you have to start something, and most of the people they will follow you and, and help you because they 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 don't they just don't want to start it. They are they are 
uh, afraid of failing or something. But if someone is there to to start it and to lead it a bit, then there's a lot a lot of stuff is possible. And yeah, that's something I I also learned from my personal experience now. So not only technical stuff, but also social stuff and and uh, working with people together. So when you now uh, do something with Karma, what we have a dedicated channel at Slack where we talk to each other, talk about features we want to implement, how to do it. Um, and you also learn a lot about uh, working in a team with people you usually don't really know. So there are people from India, from USA, from Australia, and they all come in the channel. I want to do this. How do I do that? And you just start talking with the people. And that also helps your communication skills, I think, which usually in a very technical field are a lacking skill, I think. Beautiful, beautiful example of open source and, and all the benefits. And yeah, not only technical, also the communication skills. That That's really important. So yeah, I think we're mm. coming to the end of the uh, episode. Um, we will link Modern Python. We will link KarmaBot, of course. Uh, there are issues. If you want to contribute, you can. We even have a contributor's guide, I think, right? Uh, with some rules and stuff. Yeah, that's that's also something I I really learned what you have to do. You have what I want when I use a package in Python, for example. Uh, I usually want to look at the GitHub page or the PyPI page, and I really want to know in an easy way how to use it. But usually, uh, the very good packages they are technically very savvy, but they don't have any explanation or yeah, no no readme, no how to use. And that is also something we did with Kamabot. Have a really good read me uh, to show people how to configure it and how, especially how to contribute. So what are the steps when you want to contribute? Clone the repo, install this tool, use it in with this commands, install this tool, use it with this commands, and then you're ready to go. So you have to really be uh, precise uh, because people will get re uh, will get frustrated really uh, fast if you're just, if they're just uh, trying it and it doesn't work, then yeah, this, this sucks. Just uh, get a, get away with it. I uh, will do the next project. Um, it's also a skill you learn in open source uh, the hard way. If people say I, I don't understand how to use it, uh, your package is, is not good. Yeah. Yeah. No, you went above and beyond with the documentation. That's that's really sublime. Do you know if it's running somewhere else? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Bye, bye. Uh, I, I at least know about two people because they posted issues on, on the on the um, on the repo asking for. I think one one was how to run it on CentOS, and there was a bug with CentOS, I think, and we fixed it. So I, I think people are using it too. Um, it's still a bit hard because it's still on an old API of Slack, and Slack makes it hard for people to use it. Um, but I hope with the soonish rewrite of the Slack API we will do, uh, it will become easier because we have to do it now, uh, some of the... Uh, API endpoints all, already fail, like the top channels command. So if you want to contribute, please come to me. Uh, we want to rewrite the basically the whole project uh, to make it work with the new API. Uh, so we need some some manpower. If you're listening and you want to contribute to a major open source project <laughs> with some complexity, APIs, PyTest, and all the good stuff, and modern Python, reach out to us on on, uh, on our Slack. 
Cool, cool. Well, thanks for sharing all this. There's definitely some uh, golden nuggets here. And uh, yeah, and thanks for all the work you've done and you're doing with the project. It's, it's really, uh, yeah, it's one of our staples now in, in PyBytes. So really cool. Yeah, thanks so much, Patrick. This has been great having you on the, the podcast. We really appreciate everything you've done. Uh, so if anyone wants to learn more about you, they want to talk to you about Karma Byte, get involved, all of that, how can they find you and reach you? So I think basically the easiest way is to go via the Slack channel. Just search for Patrick, the guy with the the, the hat, <laughs> and um, I usually are in the in the in the Karma writing. There were only one or one of the people who were writing in the Karma about Dev channel. So just look for Patrick in the Karma about Dev channel with writing a lot, and and then you will find me. And yeah, that's basically the best way to contact me. Nice. Well, thanks so much, man. Uh, really looking forward to seeing the new features coming out on KarmaBot one of these days and uh, appreciate your time. Yeah, appreciate your work. So uh, I also want to give a shout out to you too because you built an awesome platform and awesome community. And I think without PyBytes, I wouldn't have gotten to the to the level I'm I'm now at Python and and working with communities, working on GitHub. So you are also enabled me in a technical and in a social way. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Thank Thanks, you, man. man. <laughs> that made my day. I'm just going to end the week now. Yeah. Thank you for this week. Thanks, Patrick. And just to wrap this up, anyone out there who's listening, this is my call to action for you. If you want to get involved in open source, don't be intimidated. As you can see from Patrick's story, just jumping in. People are more than happy to walk you through it, talk you through it, and support you with your contributions. Because after all, uh, the more help you can give, the the better, right? So don't be afraid. Jump in, contribute, and obviously come and check out KarmaBot. Come and talk with Patrick and uh, see what you can do. Indeed. You can start your contributions very small. You don't have to rewrite the whole code base and work with the new Slack API. Even in documentation fixes could get you into open source. Um, but the important thing is to get started. That's one of the main takeaways. So again, thank you, Patrick. Great meeting you here today. And uh, yeah, go write some code. Go do some open source. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to pybyte slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.